Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. And can I just say, that sounds so good compared to last week's. No, it doesn't. What are any comments on last week's? I totally did. I tell you what, we had a lot of people ringing in today. (laughs) We did, saying it was the funniest (laughs) intro we've ever had. And the worst. I would say that that was very, very true. And can we just... Can we just take a moment to pause and think about this weekend's rugby matches that have taken place? And there was only two games. I know, but still, so very exciting. I think my bum cheeks have have been tighter than never before uh, watching the Hurricanes take on the Crusaders. In those shorts that you were wearing all week, they did look (laughs) rather peachy. (laughs) Someone says to me, how did you feel? How did you? And we don't normally swear on the show but how did you feel while watching the end of that game and my 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 honest opinion was i was shitting myself (laughs) (laughs) we were robbed we were robbed i think well we're going to go over that later but first of all we've got to do our listeners questions and our first listener question comes from crazy kiwi dave who's living in the sunshine coast of Australia. Why are all the Kiwis in bloody Australia? It's all about the money. (laughs) (laughs) And the sunshine. (laughs) Absolutely. Anyway, I'm not going to read it all out. But um, first he says, have really enjoyed listening to the Super Rugby podcast and have been amused by some of the difficult questions that Toby asks in the quiz section. I'm glad someone's finally listening to me because you don't bloody do it. <laughs> All I've got to say, uh, Crazy Kiwi Davis, do not give him any other reason to give me any more difficult questions. But anyway, D- Dave's question is a fantastic one. He's talking about Sanzar approach to trying to grow and retain talent. He's disappointed that the Sun Wolves have been axed. He's disappointed that... Sanzar haven't looked at the Pacific Islands and the yeah. Asian market. And he's even mentioned here that the Western Force, when they've been binned off, started up their own competition, which is doing really well, pulling in good, good crowds. So why do you think they're not starting up a similar competition, tapping into those markets with possibly a first division, a second division, with um, where, where you've got relegation and promotion, Tobes? Well, first things first, it's probably money. Yeah, I, I definitely think Sanzar are worried about money. Yes, but can I just say, you know, in, in New Zealand with the Mitre 10, there are two tiers. Yeah. And I think it works really, really well. You know, we've seen Wellington drop down before into the second tier. Yes, yeah. And, the, you know, the bigger names can, you know, go uh, back and forth. But it just it, it actually means down at both ends of the table, it's interesting viewing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I mean. You yeah. know, you're at the top. Yeah. You're like, we're going to win it. And if you're at the bottom, are we going to stay up? Well, that's right. And sometimes it goes right down to the last yeah. last game. I would love to see it. Oh, so would I, but I just don't think 
it's feasible. No, no, it's definitely feasible. It's buy-in from the the clubs, and they they want to look after number one. They know if they get relegated, then their money. I mean, uh, their the, money, their the money gets relegated feasible, as well. But there's just no money. That's the thing. It's a Who's little. Who's going to okay, provide so, all the money? Okay, for so it? if we look at the Six Nations competition, Oof. there is truckloads of money. Do we have to look at it? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> but all of those countries are not interested in a relegation, no promotion, because they're looking after number one. Yeah, and themselves. the same thing is happening here with Sanzar. Sanzar, if they introduce in other countries then there is a possibility that the main, like, let's say... Well, okay, the Sanzar won't really be there anymore, will they? Because they are South African, Australian, and New Zealand. And Argentina. And Argentina. So if you bring in Japan... Is that what the extra A's for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you bring in Japan, you bring in the Pacific Islands, you know, then let's be honest, sometimes when, let's say, I mean, you don't want to point fingers, but let's look at the Reds. Yeah. The Reds potentially... I mean, or the Blues, yeah, might potentially get binned off from the top competition, and then they're down into that second div where there won't be as much money available, and their squad sizes may be, you know, affected. But with with the teams that go in, would it be Pacific Island teams? So would it be Tonga? Would it be Samoa? Would it be Fiji? No, no, no. <clears throat> or would it, it, it be clubs? It would be like it would be like the Sunwolves, right? Okay. So there'd be Pacific Island clubs could, or could, franchises. You know, that could a Samoan out. franchise support? Well, that's the problem. Sanzar would having would be having to support them. You look at Australia. They'll be Austra- pumping so much money into those franchises that they'll be almost be losing it. That they would be losing money. Yeah, absolutely. Because there isn't the money. There isn't. There isn't the money there to start with. There isn't the money from the crowds. No. Or the. Or the advertising yeah, to true. to warrant it. There is definitely the. The, you know, I think the crowds um, are there, though. The crowds, the crowds are there, but they're not. They're not. They're not paying a lot no, of money to go. You no, look at that not. that game in Suva. Yeah, that's true. And the government pretty much propped up the whole crowd, although yeah. they were wearing fifty quid tops, weren't they? And they're like, "We've got free tickets." It was a, it was a pretty <laughs> hey, big crowd, though. Hey, kids, do you, do you want to jump? We've got loads of money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's all about money. It is all about money, and and I know that World Rugby have have binned off their their uh, countries league, which was going to be. Ideally, for I think about twelve countries yeah. to all play against each other, and there was going to be relegation and promotion, and it was the Six Nations countries that said we're not interested because we might eh? we might be the ones yeah. that get relegated. It's all about looking after your your own, and and that is the only issue with rugby. It well, is I still an old boys network game. It is, but I think going forward, those countries are going to have to say yes. I think they'll say yes to an America. I think, bec- but they won't. They bring, won't. They just won't. to bring rugby, you know, higher profile. But they and, won't do it, mate. Which is frustrating. And until World Rugby put their foot down and say you will, but it's because you know all those club or all those countries get two people around that table. Oh, massively! You know, Sanzar and the Six Nations have got all the power. Yeah, and, and what you know, what's in it for them to? to give more power yeah. to smaller nations, yeah. it means that potentially then they won't be as successful. You know, they know as soon as America opens up and they start doing well, then the smaller countries are going to struggle. So it's really unfortunate. It is all about money. Mm. The whole reason why they binned off the Sunwolves, because there is money for the, for the yeah, Japanese, Japanese market. We yeah. know that. But the reason that South Africa were upset about Japan not voting for them for the World Cup. So that showed you how fickle, mm, fickle. Child, it's almost childish. Childish it? it is, yeah. And you've got a whole bunch of old boys who are thinking what we're doing now is great. Yeah. And we're not we're not bothered by world rugby. We're bothered by our rugby, which is a real shame. But yeah. crazy Kiwi Dave, great question. Very good Quite question. heavy. Quite heavy questions. It's, it's my not brain. Really, it's it not, really hurt my brain. <laughs> my brain really. is small <laughs> and very dehydrated at the moment. <laughs> it's not really one for the Super Rugby podcast. No. A serious question, is it? <laughs> right. Well, I've got another one here. Have you got a Bobby Dazzler? I've got no, not the Bobby Dazzler. Oh, okay. We're we saving the Bobby Dazzler for last. Yeah. For last. So this one is uh, from Owen. Yes, uh, and he is a massive fan from the UK, and he's said. Uh, while watching, hang on, is he a massive fan of the Super Rugby podcast, or is he a massive fan of Super Rugby? He just says a massive fan <laughs> from the UK. Excellent. 
while watching the MLB, Major League Baseball? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at the weekend in the UK, I was wondering what your thoughts would be to play a league game from Super Rugby in the UK or where else, or elsewhere uh, in Europe to boost viewing figures and fans from overseas. Would the extra revenue revenue <coughs> creator be able to keep players in the Super Rugby competition rather than going to Europe for higher wages? Owen is an absolute superstar. They're actually, Owen, you probably don't know about this, but they are thinking currently the, the New Zealand... Uh, Rugby Football Union are thinking about playing a lot more of their test matches overseas. Yeah. And that is purely down to revenue. So they're they're actually planning to play games like the Australian games, the Argentinian games, the South African games, and saying, actually, we're going to play those games in England, Singapore, Well, there there was that one in Singapore. We have played uh, Ireland a few times in America. Yeah, yeah. We've also played America in America. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of money selling out huge stadiums oh, yeah. in those countries. Yeah. Super Rugby, that's the next, the because, you know, the, the NZRFU control Super Rugby, the yeah. New Zealand franchise. Yeah. So, therefore, I can just see them saying, look, guys, we have to make more money. One, may, one way of making more money is to play a game yeah. on for each of the Super Rugby. You know, yeah. you're thinking that there's five New Zealand franchises yeah. playing one of each of your games at in, in yeah, the same time. One of your home games. One of your home games Well, at didn't the Cru- Crusaders did that? Was it after the earthquake? They did, yeah, against the Sharks. And what a game that was. What was the final score? I have no idea, <laughs> but it was it was a large score to a large score. I do yeah. know that the Crusaders won. I do remember Sonny Bill playing. I oh. do just remember thinking, if this doesn't get UK fans yeah. Interested in Super Rugby? I don't know what will. And I think, do you know? Do you know what, Dame? I think our podcast has brought in listeners and viewers to the Super Rugby. And I think if we get a couple games over here, yeah, maybe it's going to bloody take off. Do you reckon we've they'd got hire that, us? We've got that little stepping stone for Sands RA, for New Zealand Rugby Football Union. We've got their little uh, little uh, stepping stone. Yeah, so I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I can only see it happening. I can it only see it to. happening. But uh, it's good for the profile as well. It might mean that New Zealand team playing a New Zealand team has to do it. It's not a bad thing though. Because maybe the other countries won't agree. Yeah. But I can't see it not happening. And I do know that the Sunwolves played two games in Singapore this year. Yes, so, they did, yeah. you know, obviously the Sunwolves are only going to be in there next year as well. But countries are looking at how, or, or, or franchises are looking at ways to make more money. It does it upset their local crowds. Yeah. But let's be honest, the New Zealand local crowds, if They've you took if you took dismal. one one game off them, oh. they wouldn't even notice, mate. No. In fact, it'd probably be more likely that crowds would come because they've got one less. Yeah. And I do think that the Super Rugby franchises should be taking their games to smaller oh, totally areas agree. as well. Totally agree. But that wouldn't be making any more money. So, Owen, I think it's only a matter of time, and I could imagine the UK being top of their list. The only issue is the travel that they've got to talk about. Yeah. But up next, we've it's got the possibly red. the best question we've ever been asked. Do you want to go for it, Tobes? I'll go for it, yeah. Um, if you had the, the TARDIS. The TARDIS, mate, yeah. TARDIS. Doctor Who. And could travel back through time and grab each of the Rugby World Cup winning teams and put them in a tournament, who do you think would win? So we've got uh, All Blacks in 87. David Kirks, yep. Yeah, we've got 91 Wallabies. Yep. Uh, 95, uh, the Springboks. Then we've got 99, the Wallabies again. Uh, Awful team with the 2003 English Roses. You put the English Roses... I didn't. He put the English roses, mate. Not me. Rest of Dazzler, mate. Come on, <laughs> sharpen up. And then we got the Springbok again in '07, and then the All Blacks in 2011 and 2015. So I'm going to discount some teams straight away. Yes, you know me. I like to dis- discount. I'm going to say that David Kirk's 1987 All Blacks agreed. Not going to make even make though it they won. Well. Even though they won, I'm then going to go and say that the. Francois Pinard's 1995 Springboks, unless that was played in exactly the same year, 
with exactly the same chefs working in exactly the same <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> oh, my God. We've gone in early. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to win either. They did incredibly well, and I'm glad that happened. But just imagine the movie, right? <laughs> the real Invictus movie. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson Mandela creeping into the... Into the <laughs> A little bit of spices. Into the restaurant. <laughs> oh, let's not go there. Okay. Yeah, um, right. I'm going to say that the 2011 All Blacks, not quite as good as the no. 2015, so Agreed. we're going to discount them. Yeah. Agreed. So we're left with Nick Farr-Jones' 2001 Wallabies, John Eels' 1999 Wallabies, and Johnny Wilkinson's 2003 English Roses, and the 2007 Springboks. So Tobes, the 2015. Oh, and 2015 All Blacks. What do you think, Tobes? Uh, well, as... <laughs> As an English rugby uh, fan, not um, they were good though. I I unfortunately have to keep them in there till quite late on. I think Nick Far Jones's team right up there. So I'm going to yes. keep them in. I'm going to say they they're going to be semi finalists. I think they just just beat John Eels's team. I'm going to take out John Eels's team now. Okay, so here we go. The 2007 Springboks. The 2015 All Blacks, 2003 English Roses. To be fair, the 2007 Springboks were pretty good. They had a pretty sharp team. Okay, let's, let's, but, yes, but, but would they beat the 2015 All Blacks? No. No, so let's let's cross them out and let's say that the 2015 All Blacks are in the final and who are they going to be playing, Tobes? Not England. Not England. <laughs> so let's cross out England. And actually, to be fair... That England team was a great team. It was. But it was kind of 10-man rugby. Nick Farr-Jones' 2091 team. Let's just go through some of the names in that. You've got Phil Kearns. You've got Ewan McKenzie, John Eels, John Rod Eels McCall. Such a good player. Got David Campisi down the bottom. David Campisi. Yeah. You've got Tim Horan, Jason Little, and Herbert at the back. Herbert. <laughs> there are so many good players there. Yeah. And they were before their time. They they really dominated Test rugby for quite a few years in and around there. Can you please pronounce the two number no. eights? <laughs> <laughs> oh my can, gosh! You, I, I got Troy. You you say the last <laughs> name. <laughs> what about the one above it? <laughs> okay, so that they're a great side, but you know what? I know we're a little bit biased. No, we're I'm not. We don't are. Be silly. We are. No, I don't England think are. you can beat that. I don't think you can beat no. that 2015 no. All Black side. They were absolute quality, and the and the, even the Wallabies that ended up runners up were quality. Were a really good side. Yeah. Yes, but they were unstoppable. That that un, that 2000 and they dominated world rugby yeah. For, yeah. for just year. I mean, literally, they, do, they dominated before 2011. Yeah, they just won the final, and I then know. they dominate for a whole another yeah. four years. Yeah. And arguably, have they dominated since? I wouldn't say they've dominated. Maybe a couple of years after. After. But then we've already gone off, haven't we? So, Darren, super fan Darren, I'm going to say it has to be the 2015 All Blacks. Yeah. But his, his question doesn't stop there. No, his, his next question is absolutely fabulous. Uh, then, my second question is a little harder. Same situation, but who would win in a tournament between the runners-up? Mm. So we've got France. First World Cup, yeah. England. No chance. No. Uh, the All Blacks, 95. France again, 99. Australia, 90, uh, 2003. England, 07. France, 11. Australia, 15. Now, I'm going to do what you did and cross off some straight away. France. Yes. They're a great, good side. Good side, but no. No. Uh, England, definitely not. No. Uh, can I say England 07 as well, please? Yes, please. Yep. Uh, that, okay. Were England 07 possibly the worst team to make the final? Yes. Although they oh, did very well in the final. They did. How they got there, no one knows. They were t- had terrible run into oh, the tournament. I know. I know. But they got there. Yeah. France, um, 2000. France. And I think you can cross them out. I reckon it really comes down to two teams. France 11. Yeah, it comes I down to... two teams is 95 and 2015. I agree. Now, it does say here, 
you still have to take into consideration the food poisoning. Oh, it does actually, yeah. <laughs> now, with food poisoning, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> with the food poisoning issue, I would say it'd be a very, very tight match. Greatest All Black 15 or squad ever. Agreed. Has Agreed. Sean Fitzpatrick. Oh, gosh. Legend. Storm and Norman Hewitt. Craig Dowd, Olo Brown, Richard Lowe. Richard Lowe is nastiest man I've ever met. (laughs) I've seen Richard Lowe. I've seen seen Richard Lowe in a pub eat a glass. (laughs) You know you're joking. Oh my god, you got Zinzan Brook there as well. You know Andrew Murden. Hey, don't don't. Hey, Blair Larson, mate. (laughs) I don't even know who he is. Frank Bunce. Frank Bunce. Walter Little, good player. Basher, but oh, look at mate. Look at the two at the bottom. Glenn Osborne. Everyone forgets, everyone forgets about Glenn player. Osborne. Not a good player. Glenn Osborne. Glenn Osborne, 1995 World Cup. Player of the World Cup. Did he? Player of the World Cup. John Alomu? No? Apparently. Not even a sniff? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. But Glenn Osborne. <laughs> you talk out of <laughs> no, your backside. I'm, I'm almost positive. Really? Glenn Osborne was player of the World Cup. Oh, my God. You've also got Mark Ellis, Ellis as well. No, he, he wasn't great. No, he wasn't. Jeff, Jeff Wilson. Alama Aramea. Mm, bold <laughs> little Frank Bunce. Very, very good. Yeah. So, I'm going to say that they would win. And oh. I think they, they, they're the best team ever. Definitely. Best team ever. Yep. What some? I mean, Josh right, Cronfeld as well used to have a Josh Cronfeld. Uh, what a player! The Richie McCaw of the old. Yes, I agree. And Highland is great. Highland is great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you know, he's an interesting guy. He was an artist, a musician. He he had it all, mate. He had it all. He got a bit bored of rugby apparently, and that's why he just sort of gave it up. Professional game didn't quite agree with him. No. But some amazing questions this week. That was a great question. No voice questions, though. Um, so, Tobes, it, it saddens us. There's how, no voice But questions. how do they do it, Damien? How do they do it? Well, all they we do... Plugged <laughs> it, we've forgotten All they do is you get out your iPhone, <laughs> Samsung Galaxy, or other models are available. Send us a voice question via our Gmail, which is thesuperrugbypodcast at gmail.com. You can also do it on, on the Facebook. You can do it on the Facebook, which Could is... Could you do it on the, uh, oh, the Super Rugby Podcast? Yeah, I think so. What? And <laughs> at Super Rugby Pod on is the that, Twitter. Is that the Twitter? But you wouldn't send it to that. You'd send it to the you'd send you'd it, send it to it the email, would email be good. address. Yeah. That would be fantastic. You can also go on YouTube to watch some of these clips back that we do. I've never, been a bit, never seen one. I've been a bit slack recently, Toes. I do apologize, but there'll be more on there. But that is it for our listeners' questions. Up next is our reviewing of the wonderful, wonderful matches that took place over the weekend. So, mate, first match, Haguares versus the Brumbies, 39-7. to 7. <laughs> Oh, God. Did anyone see that coming? No. I thought it was going to be close. Well, you, Rugby Forecast said it was going to be close. You said it was going to be close. Yeah. Haguares thought it was going to be close, and then they absolutely yeah. smashed them, them, didn't they? I think they came out like they did against the Chiefs. They looked angry. What what a stadium. Full, full to the brim of people as well. So good to see. So good to see. They came out with energy. They just dominated. And really, it was only the last five to ten minutes of that first half where the Brumbies got back into the game. I think it went into into 27, 20 points to seven. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, what. The biggest difference here, the most impressive players for me in the game was Orlando in the centres. Yes, he had, I strong. Mean, he impressed me with the Chiefs game. Yeah. But he just come out on this game, just man-possessed. Buffelli, Buffelli played well. Oh, lovely, lovely try from yeah. Buffelli as well. The, here, here, here's where the game was won and lost. We've talked about yeah, we've, turnovers yeah. won. 13 turnovers to six. Yeah. But we've they talked scored, about that all year, haven't talk, we? But they've scored the majority of their yeah. tries from turnover ball. It's just counter-attacking rugby. At its and best. And they do it so well. At its best. 27 tackles missed by, by the, the Brumbies. Brumbies. Yeah. Now, they've had a really good defensive record throughout the Super Rugby competition. Yeah. They just, again, just didn't Was get the off trip? the bus, didn't get off the plane. No. I think they were just were enjoying the the fact that they were in the semis. Maybe they thought it was going to be a tight game. Maybe their game plan wasn't quite right. It, it might have just been the perfect storm for the Haguares. That I was going to say. I think everything's just coming together. 
and every bounce of the ball went uh, their way. Yeah. You know, defenders beaten 31 to 5. 31 that, to 5. That's ridiculous, isn't it? That just shows that the missed tackles and then clean breaks 9 to 2. They were so They're impressive. On top everywhere. They've everywhere. been they've been a, they've been the most impressive team in the Super Rugby competition this year. Oh, hands down. If you take away the first totally half agree. of the season. Can I can I just say and yeah. I think you know what I'm going to say, but I said at the start of the year we said at the start of the year. Did we? Yes, we did. <laughs> we said if they made the quarterfinals, they might go on and win it. Yeah. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're the looking great, aren't they? And, you know, you, you just go through their team. They've got two players in their team that haven't played international rugby yeah. for, the, for, for the Argentinian side. Are those the two wingers, the young wingers? I can't no, hand I, on heart no, say, no. but they're starting 15 on the weekend. Only one player hadn't. Had a test match start, really, and one of their bench, and and they will, and yeah. they'll go on. Yeah, that so one of our one of our um, listeners went in and said they think it's a bit of a stretch for just because the Haguaras have done well this year that that will translate to the Argentinian team doing well at the World Cup. Do you know what? I really hope he's wrong. I I can't hope. see any reason why. Now, what I would say is. It doesn't mean they'll win the quarters, semis, or final. No, but it will mean they'll they'll one get out of their pool. Yes, they'll get out of their pool because everyone else will be a bit rusty. Who won't get out of their pool? Oh no, let's not go there. That's for another podcast altogether. I'm England, <laughs> but they'll get out of their pool. Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone else is going to be scrapping for a bit of form. Yeah, they're going to be on fire. They're going to be on. They fire. They know each other like the back of their hand. As long they? as they don't you have know, a lot been of injuries together, probably been drinking together. They've been showering together, and you know, bonds are very close in the shower. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> but incredibly, they've been fantastic to watch. I'm not sure whether I've Impressive. seen. I'm not sure whether I've seen a more one-sided semi-final ever. No, no. I think I'm sure there has been, but that not for a long time. That was of such a impressive performance where it wasn't even like the Brumbies had a lot of chances. No, they just. It was just a one-way game, five tries to one. So impressive, so impressive. But now we've got to talk about the game of the weekend because this was one for the archives. Right, now I, I'm just going to show the camera because we're, we're on camera right now. Hi, Mum. Um, I've, I've, Damien has, has made a whole sort of spiel that he's scrambled off somewhere and I've just scribbled over it, robbed Robbed. Robbed. Can no, I disagree with you? I, I, I can disagree with you. I, I, mean, I can if, disagree if with they you. Had, you weren't robbed. If they had kicked for the corner, they might not have scored, but it should have been a penalty. No, agreed. It should have been a yeah. penalty. But arguably, arguably, I don't think you can say you're robbed. And the reason why you can't say you're robbed is because your game plan, first half, was appalling. appalling. Oh, I agree. I agree. The Crusaders played so well in that first no, half. No, no, I, I, I disagree. I agree. I, I disagree with your disagreement. <laughs> I think that the, the Hurricanes just got it completely wrong. They've got such potency they throughout their use, teams. Yeah. They tried to play really structured rugby. Didn't see Ben Lamb really at all. They wouldn't run out of their own half at no. all in the whole first half. Yeah. And it wasn't until they got to right at the end of the first half where they got that try. Yeah which got them back into the game. Then after half time, Ben Lamb scored an absolute Bobby Dazzler in the in the corner that they were in the game. Yeah. Up until that point, they had allowed the Crusaders to do what the Crusaders do well, which is just dominate yeah. with structure and go forward ball. Great defense. Big forwards yeah. running at them. God, there were some big hits, eh? It was so, ag- so, so aggressive. Where Still they- think, though, that... It was a penalty. I'm, I'm just going to keep coming back to it. Keep coming back to it. It should have, it should have been a penalty. Uh, Perinara kicked up a little bit of a fuss, but then sort of swept it on the carpet like a good player should. Yeah, and that, do you know what? Real, real respect for TJ. Yeah. He, he won, won without him, you know, not kicking up more of a fuss. That was the reason why we won. Yeah. So good, fair, fair play to him there. <laughs> but also fair play to him because of he just respecting yeah. the referee. Yeah. They, and they I, do get it wrong. And we've seen through this year that they have got it wrong but as a good player you just need to get on with take it take it on the chin a yeah. little bit yeah. that's where our review process would come into play yes yeah. wouldn't it 
Yeah, that's right. Where he could say, hang on, you've, you've hang got on, referee. Yeah. I want you to go up to the big dog, the Jesus. <laughs> the Jesus and the top <laughs> and flight want, of stairs. <laughs> I want you to check it for me. Yeah. Here's, some, here's some good questions. How do you think TJ Perinara played? Because I tell you what, if I'm Aaron Smith right now, I, I'm good. I'm probably butt cheeks clinked as much as mine were in those no, last I five say, minutes. I wouldn't mate. say he's that good. No, he was. He's been amazing this he year. He has been amazing. But Aaron, I Smith, mean, Aaron Smith is is a. We've got a great pairing. Very, very good pairing. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to say Bowden Barrett or Richie Moanga. That's a question I'm going to ask you later. Actually, Richie Moanga is playing very well. Very, very good. Who do you yeah. start on with the Orb ABs? Can we? Can we? We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that question. Yeah. Because. I've got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, but just looking, Crusaders, 26 missed tackles. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But you that, normally but see that. But that shows how much potency they have in their team. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this, and I've said this a lot this year. The Crusaders always give you a chance, and they give you a chance when they've just scored. So yes. if I'm the Haguares here, I'm thinking, if they've scored against us, don't worry, lads. They're going to drop drop the ball of a kickoff. They're going to muff the kick from just you know pile f- on the pressure. They pile on the pr- yeah. they, and this is in past years where they've been very good. They they'll score a try and then boom yeah they're putting more pressure on you straight away yeah. Whereas this year they'll score a try and then they'll be like, oh, do you want the ball for twenty minutes? Go on, have the ball right near our try line. Go on, even give give I even give you a try just before half time. You think Crusaders teams in the past, and unfortunately, we're talking about all black teams in the yeah. past. Mm. How good are they? Ten minutes to go into, uh, before half time. Yeah, they cut you to pieces before half time. They cut you to pieces after half time. Yeah, what happened on At the weekend? Crucial times. What happened on the weekend? Scored just before half time. Hurricane scored, yeah. and then they scored just after half time. Yeah. that that, that does not got, bode well the stats here, don't for we? the All Blacks. That does not bode well for the All Blacks because you think about. The Crusaders pack. You think about the Crusaders back line, that's a huge chunk of your All Blacks involved. So the fact that they've allowed that to happen worries me. I'm waiting for you to say something. Mate. <laughs> sorry, I was just I was just reading. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was looking like you were saying, you know, Richie Mwanga penalty on thirty three and then try to Lamarpe. Oh, what a try from Lamarpe. Where he Ooh. just like he just chested it off rather than taking it from his I hands. Know. That was one of the smartest things I've yeah. seen. Any player do since Carlos Spencer's kick off his knee? Oh, how good was I that? I reckon they'll change the rules now. I honestly, from that play, you think so? They will have to change the rules because knock on if it hits the chest. Uh, but you see, the rule is that he he shouldn't have been tackled. So because he was tackled, arguably that could have been classed as a penalty try anyway. Right. Okay. So just imagine that you know you haven't coming through. You could just chest it off, and you're not allowed to be tackled. That could lead to all sorts going on. It was it was a great game. It was it was literally just punch for punch, wasn't it? I'll score, you score. I'll score, you score. I'll score, you score. And then it came down to kicks, really. And Richie Mwanga was was taking them. I think he was did, kicking them. From, did he get one hundred percent? I think, I think so. he got one hundred percent on the yeah. weekend, which is surprising considering the start of the year. But, he wasn't great, was he? No, but he's obviously done a lot of you know a lot of work. Yeah, which is good. Absolutely. It was a wonderful game of rugby for anyone. If it watching. was a neutral watching the game, that would be like f- absolutely fantastic. This is this is super rugby. But I think even you know, if I, as a Hurricanes fan or a Crusaders fan, you know, you look at it and go, bloody hell, great game. Yeah, Se- what a semi final. Question for you: What do you think of this Super Rugby final played in Twickenham, the home of rugby? Two weeks off. So you, you play your semis and then you, you got two weeks. straight away. How good would that be? How many people would go and watch that? It would be amazing. Now, arguably... I think I would. Yeah. <laughs> arguably, you, you're going to hack off a lot of uh, home fans. Yeah. But let's let's look at big competitions around the world. You look at the European football. It's, it's planned that it'll be played at a yeah. neutral stadium. Yeah. And not even can, in the country. You know, you look at, was it Liverpool, yeah. Tottenham or whatever? Yeah. It was played in Madrid. It was played in Spain, yeah. yeah. And, and that's planned, so everyone it. knows. Yeah. And then one year you do it at Twickenham. The next yeah. year you might do it in New York. Yeah. Oh. You know, Madison and... Square Garden. Is that what it's called? Uh, no. Yes, it is, isn't it? Is that the basketball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that would be an idea, and that'd be yeah. one way to raise huge amounts of money. Yeah. Just think of all the advertising. Yeah. Think of all the. I mean, one hundred and ten thousand yeah. people going to watch it. You know, in, that's at, a lot of people. At, or even at Wembley. Oh, Wembley! Wow, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. So we're looking at ways to make more Maybe money. College. increase the profile of yeah. of uh, rugby. That'd be amazing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know why you see that's ridiculous. <laughs> For those who don't know, that's the school we both work at. Asheville College hosting the Super Rugby final. Ridiculous comment, but be good though, we eh? don't expect anything. I'll be on the sidelines. We're gonna gonna look at previewing the final. We might as well do that now. There's yeah. only one match. Yeah, is there? <laughs> no <laughs> let's, way. <laughs> let's pin your. Okay, so here was Crusaders me. Crusaders are at home, aren't here they? Here was me also. Can I just say this before you chatter on about absolute rubbish? <laughs> me? Yeah, you know. I sat there and I thought to myself, if the Crusaders lose, like arguably they looked like they were going to, mm. would I support the Hurricanes against the Haguares in the final? And the answer was an overwhelming yes, yeah. because I am a Kiwi. Okay? So, now... The Hurricanes aren't there, mate. <laughs> I would like to see the Crusaders win. Yes. I finally converted you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they cut you over, mate, you'd bleed red, eh? But. <laughs> shut up. But. I think the Haguares are going to win. Do you really? Yeah. I'd like to see the Crusaders win. Definitely. I, I'm i not going to agree with you. Fine. I just don't think I can do that. But I do think the Haguares are playing more complete rugby at the moment. I do think that the travel... and But yeah. the Haguaris are well-versed in travelling. They've done it for the last four years. And it's a bloody long way for them, isn't it? I, but I, it is it's a one-off game. The Crusaders crowds can be good, but they can be average. I think for the final, they're going to be good. It could be a very, very tight game. I, I The Cru- Crusaders need to get their game plan right. Yeah. They need to be... Inc- they need to be better in defence from yes. from turnover ball. Definitely, but they got counter attack because they got turned over a lot on yeah, the weekend. Yeah. So let's just say they get turned over again a lot. I'm going to say Hagaris won. Yeah, it'll it'll come down as we've said for the whole you know the whole year. It'll come down to that turnovers one. Yeah, I agree. Whoever turns over more yeah. ball wins the game. Actually, the person who scores the most points is probably going to win. Okay, the only <laughs> come on, mate. you've got you got to have I'm a smile not on that. Laugh come on, at that one thing I would say here: Crusaders have got a very good scrum, and the only chink yeah. in the Haguare's armor is their scrum, which is unusual because the Argentinian scrum is normally, you know, exceptionally yeah, good. Agreed. Now that will play massively yeah. into the hands of a damp, cold, yeah, Christchurch evening, yeah. Under I wonder lights. what the weather's going to be like. I'm hoping for rain, <laughs> hail, snow out there. Yeah, that will massively yeah. play in their favour. Anyway, it's going to be a good game. I'm going to go close. for the Crusaders. I genuinely think the Crusaders will win because of the scrum. But they've also but been can, in that position too. But I can see the Haguaris just getting up, yeah. having a great game. Orlando's going to be a handful to stop on the midfield. Yeah. Buffelli at the Buffelli, back. Buffelli at the wingers, Matera. Yeah. They've got threats all over the yeah. pitch. And yeah. and as, as we mentioned, they play a great brand of rugby, but they also play a very smart brand of rugby. Yeah. Well, it's because they, they know each other. So you know, well, they, yeah. yeah. But that is our prediction. So you're going for? I'm going to go Crusaders. Although you did say Haguares, and now you've changed. But I want okay. the Crusaders to win. <laughs> okay. And my prediction is Crusaders yeah. points. What is the margin? Oh god, there'll be there'll be five points in it. I'm gonna say twenty points to the Crusaders. Ridiculous comment, but I'm gonna say it. You're joking. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, next up is our new yeah, segment. segment. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, Add in a bit yeah. of time, which we did last week. What did you think last week? <laughs> but anyway, we'll go over that in a minute. So I, I so what do you think? I think it's quite good. I love it. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> so just for those that don't know, we have a little segment here, 
and we try and get very brief, which is very quick, difficult quick for fire. me. Very, very, very difficult oh, for me. You're long-winded answers, <laughs> you are, eh? So first one up is Warren Gatlin. Big news, Warren Gatlin Huge going to the Chiefs. Chiefs. Happy. Happy not only for the Chiefs, because they're going to you know bolster up, but I think he'll bring over some young boys from Wales, hopefully, just to give them a bit of experience I, a bit of youth. I don't think he'd do that. You don't think so? Uh, I, I think that might happen in the future. But I think he'll he'll stick with homegrown talent because that's what'll get the 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 fans happy. You got to remember he's a Waikato boy through and through. Yeah, he's he not going to bring in guys from overseas oh, no, straight no, away. No, so no, I'm not saying straight away. But I think it would be good. You know how the Highlanders had yes. a couple of internationals. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Sort of my my take on it is Warren Gatlin, amazing. Yeah, a real real shift potentially for the game in New Zealand. Well, ex- yeah, agreed. The knowledge that he's going to bring. Imagine the defence. Potentially the New Zealand players might come back, back. might not leave. No, true. So those types of things happening. Colin Cooper moving on. Ah, he's spending some time with the whanau, isn't he? We thought it was really interesting that Colin Cooper left of his own accord. You know, he left. And then literally like 30 minutes later, but we've got Warren Gatlin. (laughs) 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 It's become a little bit premiership football. We've sacked our manager. Mentality, but yeah, but done in yeah. a rugby way, isn't it? It's like, oh no, no, he's gone of his own accord. We're Warren yeah. Gatlin. <laughs> he's wearing the shirt and everything with the with the line. You know when you get a brand new shirt yeah. with the lines oh, on with it the, the crisp iron <laughs> line straight but, out the packet. Here you go, son. <laughs> with us for us. So Colin Cooper moving on. I thought it was disappointing because I thought he's done a great job in reality. Where's he going to go though? You know, he's when, spending time with his family and his friends. Yeah, but that's what he said. He's not doing anything, mate. He'll, he'll go back. He'll he'll pick up something as an assistant coach somewhere, I'm yeah. sure. But that was a little bit disappointing that they've done that. But yes. I think you can't say no to Warren Gatlin. No, 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 no. An no. amazing opportunity. Although he is still the Lions coach, isn't he? He is. So South African tour? Yeah. So he's going to go. He's going to do one year mm. or maybe one or two years working with Waikato before he then goes and does – the British Lions, but then he's planning to come back again. Right, okay. So he's putting himself right in the mix for four years' time. All, black. all Blacks. Wow. Definitely. Brilliant. Under 20, rugby comp, New Zealand finishing seventh. Village. A worry. Not good, yeah. A worry, and, that you know, that's our talent pool. Yeah. Normally we've been right up there, haven't we? France two in a row as well. Argentina looks strong. Australia looking strong. Did France win it? France twice twice in a row. Really? Yeah, two back-to-back. England looking good? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that is class. <laughs> hey, I did see a thing on the air. <laughs> That's good from you. That's the funniest thing you've said a week. Um, I did see a scrum between England and Australia, and it was such a good scrum. You know when they lock and they just not going anywhere and the ball's just sat in the middle. Hooker can't hook it. <laughs> Mate, that's the first one I've ever heard you go, oh, saw a scrum. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. They locked. <laughs> what do they lock? <laughs> they lock heads, mate. <laughs> no, uh, disappointing yes. and, and, and uh, a little bit worrying. A little mm. bit worrying. Richie or Bowden Barrett? Richie to start, Bowden to come on. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm going the other way around. Are you? Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say Bowden Barrett start. Okay. Pace. Nah, good to come off the bench. No, what were you? What were you? What were you? Bowden Barrett starts. Okay. Richmond Wayne comes on. Bowden Barrett moves fullback. Oh, Smith goes to the wing. wing. <laughs> Smith Who do you goes take to the wing. off from wing? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Geordie on the bench. Not oh. even there. <laughs> Bowden Barrett definitely fullback. And it changes the game. Oh. Richmond Wayne a bit more, a bit more of a playmaker. Okay. Bowden Barrett, yeah, control, controls the game. Arguably better oh. Richie Mwanga as well. But that's like a game changer. Yeah. And we're looking for that to come off the but bench. But then you've got Damien McKenzie. Well, we don't, do we? Not for the well, World Cup. Well, not for the World Cup. Yeah, that that's the only issue, is that Damien McKenzie, that solves our Damien McKenzie issue because yeah. you put Bowden Barrett back there yes. and it's a game changer at fullback. True. Smith on the wing. Yeah. Amazing in the air. Potent oh, on the wing as well. Good feet. Rico on the other wing. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> so, Richie or Bowden, that's a, that's a great... I mean, I'm sure everyone's asking that question, but that's be for me. Cool. The quiz, mate, next. Oh, yeah. The quiz. Are you ready for the quiz? We've got our theme. 
Should we I, should we announce our themes now? I don't. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you my theme is Warren Gatlin. Oh, far out. What have you got? I have got a mixed bag. You've got a mixed bag. We talk about this and we say we're going to come up with a theme. We're going to try and entertain, but educate our listeners. I'm, I'm, and you've gone mixed bag. Yeah, just listen. I'm, it's I'm just like lazy. A good, I'm like a good corner dairy store with their pick and mix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a Jaffa. <laughs> Do love a good Jaffa. Shall I well, start or yes, should? Oh, why am I first? Because I was because because I, I won last week and the week before that and the week before that. That means I'm always first. Oh, and that's because I start off and I'm first there as well. Okay, I'll start off. Again. Yeah, yeah, real, real good, mate. Real good. Yeah, yeah. Way to fill in time. Okay, Warren Gatlin. Yep. He's been uh, part of the Wales coaching setup or the head coach of Wales since 2007. Yep. How many Six Nations titles has he won with Wales? Is it A, 2, B, 3, C, 4, or D, 5? Oh, man. So they've just recently won one. Correct. Uh, before this year, I wasn't really interested. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't have a clue. But since 2007, did you say? Yeah, 2007. So I'm guessing they have won one from before this one here. So I'm going to go two. Okay, so two. Final answer. Final answer, two. Wrong. Okay. He's actually won four titles. Four? Four titles, wow. yeah. It's quite impressive, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He's got a real good resume. He has got a great resume. Yeah. Coached Ireland before. Yeah, that's right. He's done, he's done uh, Wasps. I think he won something like four premiership titles really? with Wasps. Wow. He actually started in, in Ireland. I think he started with Connick. He did a great job there. Bloody hell. So his his uh, resume is yeah. very impressive. Actually, he started down really low in New Zealand. You know, coached like Thames Valley. He started and he built his way up. And and you know now really we're looking at if he does anything with the mm. with the Chiefs, you could definitely see him being the All Blacks coach in a few years time. Yeah, well. uh, the big question is, will he be able to play that expansive, exciting rugby that, that New, the, Zealand New Zealanders needs. love? Yeah. Your question oh. for me, mate. <clears throat> Oh, hang on. <laughs> Who has been the longest serving Crusaders coach? Oh. Is it Robbie Deans? Okay, so can I just say, before you mentioned anyone mm-hmm. there, are you talking about head coach? Yes, head coach. Straight away, I'm thinking Robbie Deans, but go on. Todd Blackadder. Mm. Scott Robinson. No, not Scott Robinson. Wayne Smith. Wayne Smith's a great shout. See, for me, it's out of Wayne Smith or Robbie Deans. Okay. My only reason why I'm a little bit sceptical, it could be top blade era as well, and the reason why is because they kind of swapped around for a bit. A Robbie Deans was assistant coach for a while. Wayne Smith was the first Crusaders coach to win the Super Rugby title from memory. It is a very good question. Todd Blackadder did do it for a number of years, eh? He did, and he wasn't successful for a long time. No, he wasn't. I'm going to say it's out of Robbie Deans or Todd Blackadder. I'm going to punt for... I'm just trying to get some tips off you. Oh, is it Robbie Deans? Is it Robbie Deans? I'm going to say Robbie Deans. Okay. You're wrong. Oh, it's Todd Blackadder, eh? Yes. Yeah. So Robbie Deans did it for eight years. Oh. Yeah. Todd Blackadder did it for nine. Yeah. He did it for nine, didn't he? Wayne Smith only did it for three. Yeah, no. I, I, 97 to 99. That's why I was That's why I was worried about Robbie Deans, because Robbie Deans was Wayne Smith's assistant yes. coach. Yeah. So actually, can you ask Wayne, me? And then Wayne can you Smith ask got me, the All Blacks job. Can you ask me the question again, how you wrote it? Go on, ask me it again. How I, I haven't, I didn't write anything. Because <laughs> he has coached. The Crusaders for longer than Todd Blackadder. He was assistant coach. Do you know what I mean? He, I meant head coach. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and we did reiterate <laughs> that. Okay. Um, but then Scott Robinson's is Scott Robinson, you know, 2016 and current. Yeah. So four years. Yeah. And he's he's looking, you know, who else are you going to pick? You can't, you're not going to pick anyone else, are you? No, but you're going to have to because he, he will get the All Blacks job. He will. I can't think he of anyone. I can't think of anyone else that's going to be. No. 
No, no, he won't. He, not he, this year, not this year. No, not this time around. No. Okay, next question. How many of those four Six Nations titles were also Grand Slam titles? So he won four Six Nations. So yeah. the Grand Slam is where they beat everyone. Yeah. I don't think Italy is part of the Grand Slam, but I might be wrong. I, I, just I think thought they the are. Grand Slam was. Um, no, that's the, a Triple Crown. Uh, triple yes. Crown is the Ireland, home nations. Scotland. I think the Grand England. Slam is everyone. Yeah. Okay, so okay. how many of those? And he's always been part of the Six Nations. Okay. He didn't coach before that. What was it? Five nations before. Five that. nations yeah. before that. Yeah. So how many? Is it one, two, three, or all four? Well, I don't think they got the Grand Slam this year. Or did they? <laughs> well, was it one, two, three, or four? Yeah, you're just going to guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course I, I wouldn't have a clue. Okay, go on. Two. It's three. Is it three? Three out of those four. It's impressive. He got yeah. it in 2008. Yeah. 2012. He didn't win it in 2000. They won it, but he didn't get the triple, um, yeah. the Grand Slam in 2002. But he got it this year. Oh, did they get it this year? They beat everyone. And that's impressive oh. because they didn't have that much to play with. Everyone no. was saying. They had loads of injuries. They had loads of injuries. Like Scotland that had... They were playing with their bloody fourth string team, but they, they just got over the line in yeah. every game, which is so impressive. So impressive. Good. Right, my next question. That was your next question. No, you oh, for my, me, you mate. Might. Yeah, just ch- calm down. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> who is or who was who has been the oldest player in Super Rugby? So who who Masarewa Masarewa? Oh no, he just looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks fifty. <laughs> So they had been Ooh. playing at this age in a game during Super Rugby. You'll you'll know you'll know all of them. Okay, good. So we've got I'm just thinking, can I go Oz Durant must must be up there. He must be up there. Go on. So we've got Johan <laughs> Johan <laughs> Ackerman. Oh or yeah. Ackerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Johan LaRue. <laughs> It's loaded. Johan. Johan. Uh we got Josh Man Manry. Manria. Are these all South Africans? Josh Manria. And then we've got Brad Thorne. Ooh. Now so Johan Ackerman, Johan LaRue, Josh Manria, and Brad Thorne. So just to just to fill it, all the listeners in and people watching, you said before we started that I had a high percentage of giving every one of these correct. Now, out of those four <laughs> names, I only... Well, I did know Ackerman. Yeah. yeah okay. But I, I... No, I don't know. Brad Brad Thorne, he, he didn't come across that old, but he's the only one I really truly know. So I'm going to say Brad Thorne, but I think I'm wrong. You're right. I'm right. Yeah, you're right. Fantastic. How old was he? He was 39 and 67 days. Because he, he came back and had that one season with the Highlanders. Oh, yes. Mm. He was a player, wasn't oh, he? Dirty bastard. Do you, do, you know, do you know he came and played for the Canterbury? Yeah. And he honestly, mate, he wasn't that good. Was he not? He he, he was tr- tr- starting out at eight. Yeah. And he was rubbish. Yeah. And when I say rubbish, <laughs> it was still pretty good. Because he, he, he was a Broncos boy, wasn't he? Yeah, Broncos boy. Rugby league. And, and played for Australia, rugby yeah. league. Honestly, at eight, no good. At six, no good, and they were they were generally like he's not very good. No, he, there's there's no there's no there's no place for him. No, and then they tried him at second row, and boom, because he just did the grunt, didn't he? He, he put did his the head grunt where no one else would go. But can I just say, so uh, Johan Ackerman was thirty-seven, yeah, almost almost thirty-eight. You got Larue, who was thirty-seven and a half ish. And then Josh was 36. So they're all pretty old, eh? I mean, 39 is great, shout out. I mean, that's my age. I know, I know, it's hard to believe, everyone, that I'm only 39. <laughs> but God damn, you look good. <laughs> I'm like Masawaira <laughs> for someone who doesn't play rugby. And my knees feel like a 52-year-old. <laughs> okay, last question. And actually, I've got a few. I've got a few to choose from. It all depends on how well you were doing, but you you you're really struggling <laughs> again. <laughs> and, and you shock. <laughs> you can't win. <laughs> so I'm going to give you all three, and you can choose which one you oh, would like. Okay. okay. So you have how old is Warren Gatlin? Okay. Okay. How many games did Warren Gatlin play for Waikato? 
And how many test caps did Warren Gatlin get? Obviously, you'll get you'll get multiple choice as a player. How many test caps? Age. Would, you want age? Yeah. All right. Well, you can't have that one then. <laughs> okay. How old is Warren Gatlin? Is he A, 50, B, 55, C, 60, or D, 61? You've thrown me off the scent there with the 60, 61. <laughs> uh, wouldn't have a clue. Why did you choose? Because <laughs> I didn't have a clue with any other ones. Surely the test caps one you would have... No. No? Didn't okay. know he was an all-black. No, oh. I did, I did. I didn't know how many test matches. Uh, he doesn't look that old, but he'll be 60. He's 55. Is he 55? Yeah. That's He's the same age as Sean Fitzpatrick. Wow. Did they, they played in the same team, didn't they? That's the reason why, and I'll go through the other questions. So, if you asked me... How many games did Warren get to play for Waikato? He played 140 games wow. for Waikato, yeah? <clears throat> How many test caps did Warren Gatlin get? I'll give you the options. Did he, get, did he get that many? Did he get A, 0, B, 2, C, 20, or D, 22? 20. 0. 0 test caps, but he played 17 non-internationals. And Sean Fitzpatrick was the most uninjured player the All Blacks had ever seen at that point. I think yeah. he, he had the most games without being injured really? of any All Black. And Warren Gatlin must have tried in training to injure him a number of times <laughs> as well. Kick you with a sundown giant. Right, mate. Last question. Absolutely. This is a humdinger. It's not that. Who's, the, who's been the youngest player to play in Super Rugby? Oh, wow. Go on. I'm, I'm thinking Rico. I'm thinking Lomu. Go on. So we've got Rico Yuani, Doug Howlett. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we've got James O'Connor. Oh, he was young, wasn't he? We've got Campbell Nanya. Campbell Nanya. Don't really know how to pronounce Campbell's name. <laughs> for the Brumbies. He played for the Brumbies. Campbell did. So that that's my that's my options. Those are your options. Yeah. So you got James Campbell, Doug, or Rico. I think James. Now the reason why I think James is because I'm pretty sure when he first played, it was like he's the youngest player ever to play for Australia. Yeah. So Rico is the youngest guy who ever played for New Zealand. So and there's no one else from any other countries there, is there? So there's only New Zealand and, and Australia and Australia there. Yeah. So it's either Rico or or James O'Connor, and I'm going to go for James O'Connor. You'd be correct. Yes. So Rico was 19. Yeah. Doug was 18. Yeah. Campbell was 18, and James was 17. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's young, eh? There, and he was small as well. Tiny. He was 17 and small. He was a pretty good player though. Oh, did you really think so? I thought he was good for maybe the first couple of years. Was and he a bit think, of a Damien McKenzie? And then list. I think, yes. But then I think his because he was so successful when he was so young, it all got too much. It all went to his head, didn't it? You know, he got off the rails a bit. Is, oh, yeah, is he, he in well, France now? Yeah, he stopped playing, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And there was that moment where I think he wanted to come back. Yeah, he was but flirting I, with the idea, wasn't he? Yeah, and I don't think there's a space for him now. No. Because, you know, he's a fullback, isn't he? Yeah. And then they had Izzy. And they're oh, like, well. But now they don't. He's <laughs> like, uh, you want to come back and you want to play over Izzy? Yeah. Uh, no. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. But now, maybe, Ooh. I don't know. Oh, I, I no, actually have the really young boy that we quite like? Tom Banks. Yeah. Very, very good player. You used to call him Tom English, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> He's the Reds. Yeah. Or the Rebels. He's the Rebels winger. Is he? He's the Rebels winger. So there you go. But anyway, that is the end of our wonderful, yeah. well, hopefully wonderful podcast. It's not for us Always to decide. Always a wonderful podcast for you and me, I feel. Absolutely. We look forward to it, don't we? We do. But how do they, we've got to plug ourselves yet again for again? the second. I, I, normally I don't plug ourselves, but we didn't get any listeners' questions this week. And, no, and disappointing. We, disappointing. But we did get some great questions and some great feedback. Yes. And if you've emailed in and we you haven't heard a response from us, it's Toby's fault. Um, nothing to do with me. Oh, all right then. Cheers, mate. <laughs> I have no clue how to do any of the emails. I do some Facebook stuff. So 
whoever got me on uh, Owen Owen he got me on the Facebook so thanks Owen I haven't replied not sure if I will <laughs> <laughs> but I'm putting you on here so thank you very much for that great question um, but the uh, the Facebook God it took me a while there Facebook is the Super Rugby Podcast the, the, the Super Rugby the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com is yeah, our email. Is email and the Twitter is the Super Rugby Pod at Super Rugby Pod at Super Rugby absolutely Pod. but cool. as always it's been an absolute pleasure to yeah. be in your and you know we've heard stories about walking dogs and yeah. running up mountains and I wonder where else we've been if you've been possibly in space listening to us okay that's, that'd be amazing could you let us know what else what else could that skiing oh that'd be good that would be going that would down be the mountain New Zealand could be skiing or could be skiing in Argentina could be skiing in Europe. Uh, no, mate, it's summer in Europe. There's no oh, snow. Yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but this early in the season, you were skiing in Europe no. while the Super Rugby podcast was going on. Yeah, but it's the it's the end of the Super Rugby competition. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's probably almost July, man. <laughs> I was talking about at any point, not just straight away. Uh, but let us know what you do when yes, you're listening to us. That would be quite good, actually. That would be quite funny. Yeah. We'll get a, cooking we'll get dinner. Cooking dinner. Mm, that's a good one. Walking off to work. Yeah, on the tube. Down in London Town. London Town. Yeah. That small place, London. <laughs> anyway, it has been a pleasure, as always. Until next week. See you later. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.